Welcome back to Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Let's talk your Slinger Sunday for round 26. One of the last Slinger Sundays we're going to get for this NRL regular season. Um, DCE and Cal are putting on absolute masterclasses against the Bulldogs. Uh, DCE especially, he was absolutely outstanding in this one. 107 fantasy points, which I am absolutely loving right now. It's going to do my fantasy side some wonders uh, going into the back end of this week. Very keen to check out the score and how the team's going. Uh, keep in mind, I've got no more trades. I've got two trades left, though, for Supercoach. going to be very interesting to see how that side's going. Uh, but, yeah, let's have a look at this game, though, because it was an absolute cracker from the Manly Seagulls, 42-24 was the final scoreline. The Bulldogs led the competition in missed tackles with 899 in 2023, leading into the game. That continued with another 45 on your Slinger Sunday. If that doesn't scream Slinger, I don't know what does. Uh, does sorry. The Seagulls, though, are now leading the competition in 40-20 kicks with six so far this season, with Lachlan Croker kicking the latest. Uh, it was an awesome 40-22 from Lachlan Croker. Uh, the Manly Seagulls win was just their second in their past seven clashes at a core stadium. Uh, the Manly Seagulls have now won nine of their past 10 games against the Bulldogs as well. So a really good value against the Bulldogs, the Manly Seagulls. Uh, the Bulldogs have now conceded 435 points in their past 11 games. That is insane and that is disgusting. Now, obviously, the Bulldogs were leading the game 6-0 right up until around the 25-minute mark. And that's when Manly just said, nope, fuck this, not having it, and absolutely put a scoreline on 42 points, 42 points. And you weren't expecting it in the first few minutes of the game. Obviously, Corey Waddell scoring the first try. And then, obviously, Saab getting over in about the 16th minute. Um, but, yeah, look, I mean, awesome stuff there. Uh, I meant 16th minute, not 21st or whatever I said before. Um, but, yeah, look, I mean, absolute masterclass here from the Manly Seagulls from DC as well, putting on a bit of a clinic as well um, against this Bulldogs outfit. And Tolotel Keller, I mean, I told you I was keen to watch him at fullback. 312 metres from Keller on the weekend as well. 312 metres, 45 post contact, three line breaks, one line break assist, a three try assist, seven tackle bus. I mean, insane performance from Tolotel Keller. Insane stuff. Uh, he's probably tied, to be honest, for the freak of the week this week, uh, revealing it a little bit early there, but he's probably tied, to be honest. Um, talk about tackle bus galore. Tolotel simply with 11 of them. Absolutely outstanding performance there from him in a manly jersey. Um, yeah, look, I mean, it was a really tough, a really grindy performance from Manly, um, but it was also an absolute clinic as well. Past that 16th minute mark, they were on fire. Homolea Lukawatu getting over. DCE himself getting over for a try. Lachlan Croker getting over for one. Raymond Futuimalo Vega, the guy so heavily hyped before he made his debut, gets over as well. Big Sipley gets over after a ma- amazing uh, 11 tackle bust there for a front rower. Awesome stuff from him. Sub getting over for two. I mean, an absolute clinic here um, from the Manly Seagulls on your Slinger Sunday. And 
getting a bit of a scoreline there on the Bulldogs to finish the year on a pretty good note there, the Manly Seagulls. Also to keep in mind here, we were talking about um, Gordon Chan Kum Tong, obviously making his debut uh, today as well. He had a pretty decent stint for the Manly Seagulls and was very, very loved by, you know, all of the Manly fans when he ran onto the field as well and when he kicked the goal as well. That was awesome stuff from him. Played for about 32 minutes, played the back end of the game as well and obviously got to kick a little goal at the end, which was really, really cool um, for him. And, um, yeah, great moment for him as well, making his debut off the bench for the Manly Seagulls. Uh, but, yeah, look, got to give credit, credit where credit was due. Cowler and DCE putting on an absolute clinic here, an absolute clinic over the Bulldogs uh, to get a big win. Uh, Talking about, I guess, performances in a losing side, I loved Corey Waddell. Um, He was really, really solid for me. Blake Wilson as well, running for 201 metres in this game. Uh, But I thought that Corey Waddell, that's probably the best game I've seen from him this season. 180 metres, 44 post contact, uh, one line break, one try assist, four tackle busts. Uh, 18 hit-ups from him as well. He was really, really solid there in the back row. Had a really awesome performance and, yeah, really enjoyed it there. In a losing side, I thought that he was one of the Bulldogs' best. And Blake Wilson as well. I mean, six tackle busts from him, 201 metres, 32 post-contact, three uh, line breaks, three try assists, and six tackle busts there for Blake Wilson. One of the better winger performances this weekend as well in a losing side. Uh, and, yeah, a little shout-out here to Hayes Parham of uh, everyone thought he was a fullback, but he's actually a centre fame, running for over 107, 187 metres, I should say, uh, 33 post-contact. Uh, two line break assists. He was outstanding there at centre. Really, really dangerous. Again, in a losing side, I thought that he was great. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, the Bulldogs just not good enough. Not good enough yet again. They've got to go and fix up the formula next season. Obviously getting Stephen Crichton in there to play a bit of fullback. Uh, Blake Taft's coming to the side as well. Liam Knight in the front row is going to be awesome. Uh, I think they're going to start focusing on next year now, the Bulldogs. Um, yeah, just not the best way to go out um, of the season, 42-24, to 24, losing to the Manly Seagulls. But a big win from Manly in saying that. Now, talking about the Newcastle Knights um, beating the Cronulla Sharks in this one, I really enjoyed this performance. Uh, and the Sharkies, very concerning if they're going to be a top eight side to lose 32-6 to six to a side without their halfback. Obviously, they didn't have Nico Hines as well, uh, the Cronulla Sharks, but still quite concerning. Uh, you could really tell they were missing Nico Hines, though, in the number seven. Uh, Connor Tracy obviously scored the first try, uh, but then they leaked 32 points straight after that and just had nothing left in the tank. Uh, obviously, in the Knights, lost Jackson Hastings again, Lachlan Fitzgibbon and Kurt Mann pre-game due to injuries. Uh, obviously, Sharks missed Nico Hines, and they didn't want to risk him. They said he was available to play, but they didn't want to risk him. 32-6, to six, though, still quite disappointing. I mean, they were sort of evenly mashed. When you talk about, I guess, you know, both missing the seven, uh, you'd, uh, you can argue that Knights were missing more guys. I think it was still pretty disappointing from the new car, so, uh, from the uh, Cronulla Sharks, sorry. Uh, the Knights enjoyed 59% of possession and completed at 85%. I mean, really impressive stuff there for the Newcastle Knights. They made nine line breaks to two in the victory as well. Uh, they Cronulla missed 71 tackles in the loss and made 11 errors. I mean, that is disgusting. Even without Nico Hines, you know, having Moylan, who's a very experienced half, and um, obviously Trindle in there, who's played a lot of footy himself, you know, that is disgusting. 11 errors. 
71 tackles missed in this game. Really, really disgusting stuff there. Eight penalties conceded as well to three. I mean, that is really concerning there for the Cronulla Sharks, even without uh, Nico Hines. Uh, Dominic Young obviously has now equaled the club record for 21 tries in a season. Uh, awesome stuff there from Dom Young. Congratulations to him. The Knights have only won eight or uh, eight consecutive games or more on four occasions previously in club history uh, before the side's winning streak started. Uh, nice little stat there for the Newcastle Knights. Greg Marsu has now scored nine tries in eight games during the Knights' winning streak. The Knights have now defeated the Sharks in four of their past five clashes at McDonald Jones Stadium as well. So they, maybe they were uh, cheeky favourites even before Nico Hines was ruled out of this one. Cullen Ponga having a blinder yet again. Obviously a little bit concerning that he may miss um, next week due to a potential AC joint injury. It's around one to three weeks um, recovery as well, which is a little bit concerning there for the Newcastle Knights, especially if they want to go deep into this final series. They are the bogey team at the moment. Um, potentially, you know, guys that can come in and play a bit of fullback, you'd think that it would be potentially Dane Gagai. To come in and play fullback, you'd think that it'd be potentially Dane Gagai. Um, other guys that can come in, obviously Farmani Brown, but I don't think he'll be going to fullback anytime soon. There's not too many guys that can actually come in for Newcastle to play full uh, fullback. Let's have a look. Obviously, if you haven't heard already, everyone's going to be screaming Lachlan Miller's name. He's actually left the club now to go uh, and take up an opportunity in the Super League. Bailey Hodgson can come in again. I just don't know. I wasn't really convinced after his last performance. I thought that was a little bit concerning. Obviously, wasn't the best, but obviously it's only one game of rugby league. You can't really judge him too heavily on that. Um, yeah, Lachlan Miller's obviously gone to the Super League. Christian Mapapalangi, I think, can play a bit of fullback. It'd be interesting to see if he comes in and slots into fullback. Heimel Hunt is another shout as well. Be very interested to see Anari Chiwala. You know, there's a few guys that can actually come in, but not too many actual, you know, out-and-out fullbacks. Bally Hodgson, for me, is the only one that's sort of an out-and-out fullback. Uh, Dane Gagai is a shout, though, as well. I think he has come in at fullback either this season or last at some stage. Um, but, yeah, look, it'll be very interesting. We'll have to wait and see for the Newcastle Knights. But if Callum Pong is out, that's going to be very, very concerning for their finals run. It's just been hectic how many injuries there have been uh, this week alone. Like, I think there's been at least five or six, maybe even seven injuries this week alone. Um, four of those, three or four of those being like top players in this competition as well and star players uh, for their sides being injured as well. Um, Dylan Lucas in the back row, or you know, coming off the bench, I thought that he was great. 165 metres, 54 post-contact, a line break, four tackle bus. Uh, 15 hit-ups for him. I thought that he was outstanding. Jacob Saifidi had 18 hit-ups, 171 metres, 67 post-contact. Um, I thought that he was great as well. It was a really dominant forward performance. Four tackle busts for Leo Thompson, 123 metres. You know, most of the forwards running over 100 metres here. Uh, Adam, Even Adam Elliott in the lock forward role, 162 metres from him, two, post, uh, two tackle busts, sorry, 49 post-contact. You know, solid stuff there from there from the forwards. Really solid stuff. Um, it was a really dominant Knights win. Really dominant Knights win. Obviously, Fire Marnie Brown getting a little bit of a stint, a 16-minute stint, running for 27 metres, 
two tackle busts in this game as well. Farmani Brown. Uh, keen to see how he comes into this Knights outfit as well. You'd imagine he'd get a little bit more minutes and maybe potentially slot in at fullback for KP. He's a very, very long shot uh, in terms of guys that can come in and play fullback, but he's still a chance. I think it will be Dane Gagai, though, the guy with the most experience going into play fullback. But then again, he's been playing so well at centre over the past few weeks. It's like, why do you want to move him? Don't fix something that isn't broken type of thing. But without Lachlan Miller in this side now, it is going to be very hard to pick who goes into the fullback role. Very, very hard to pick. Uh, but great stuff from the Knights. 32-6 to 6 was the final scoreline. Dominant performance from the Newcastle Knights as well. Just praying as a Newcastle Knights fan. I'm not a Newcastle Knights fan myself, but praying as a Newcastle Knights fan, the KP, you know, is okay and only misses maybe one week of football, uh, whether that is the last week of the round, and then comes in and plays in our first week of finals. Hopefully it is a quick turnaround for KP and for Knights fans. Well,